0: Hi John. Hi, Merlin, how's it going?
1: Um, are you disassembling your microphone with a tiny screwdriver?
0: I'm, are you, are you, there's a there's a bulldozer. There's a uh-huh. bulldozer across the alley. Oh. But no, no, no. That sounds like a butthole surfer for some. <laughs> and so, so- I'm I'm Bones doing what I, the alley and it's really, really loud. I've been uh I've, I've, you know I've been recording the last couple of weeks uh in from Hawaii uh old school what? which is Is that true?
1: Uh, mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Huh. Sorry, I was doing a bit. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I actually knew that. No, that was good. Thanks. Was okay, good.
0: yes it y- yes and. me got me. It, 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 uh, it, it, uh, it wrote me in. Uh-huh. 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 That's, that's how you know it's working. So, so I'm, I'm, uh, so I was in a, uh, I was recording from my bed, which is what, which is what I do in those situations. I like to record from bed. Hmm. And, While uh, you're supine? yeah, I just, to put the, I have are, you pro- little, are you propped up like a patient? Yeah. Propped up like a patient. Hmm. I've hmm. got my little, My little preamp. I've got my microphone. I got two turntables. Mm. I got uh behind behind the ones and twos. Aloha. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got uh, I got everything I need. I got a paddleball game. Mm -hmm. Favorite chair. And uh, so so I I'm all in that mode anyway. And if there's bulldozer across the alley, I figure why not just record from bed. So but it's a little. I see. God, you're always going somewhere. Yeah. Well, except so, when you're laying in bed to do your work. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think, well, you know, shit, I could, uh, I could just record from bed all the time. I used to. I used to record from wherever the hell. So that, that, pic,
1: that photo I've seen of you in bed with a microphone talking, that, that's not a, that wasn't like a promo shot. That was a, a, an action shot.
0: I was talking to you. you. You did that. You're talking to me. I was talking to you in that picture. Huh. Mm-hmm.
1: It looks important.
0: Mm-hmm. But it does have
1: a kind of, with all respect, because obviously you're uh, somebody who loves podcasts and a scion of the industry. Yes, you're practically John Spotify. You yes. know, it's uh, you take it seriously. Obviously, you lo- Absol- it looks real intense. Sure, you know, but it sure. does have a little bit of a Howard Hughes
0: vibe. Yeah. yeah, Well, that's kind of what I was just what I was just thinking. Like the way of the future, I could, put, I could put motors on this bed. I could put little motorized wheels on this bed. You're going to need to call in Augie. You know, make sure
1: those uh, make sure those rivets are, are real smooth.
0: Speaking of which, speaking of which, smooth rivets. I got a, I got an email this morning from somebody from the somebody that the email was like, "Remember me? I used to be on the Opie and Augie show or something." Opie and Augie. Oh, is it is it something called Opie and Anthony? So, well, that was something like that in, in the header. Did Anthony the, pass? Was he replaced by Augie?
1: I'm not sure. I'm sorry. I'm just saying words, John. I don't know anything about the radio. So you got, you got you received a letter from somebody who used to be on
0: a radio show. Yes. And they said, we would like to have you on as a guest. Okay. And I can imagine what they want to talk about. Oh, shit, and dog. So I Googled it. I Googled what uh, Opie and Augie was. Yeah. And it's some kind of one of those things that you would expect. Yeah. You would expect that we'd be reaching out now, month, two, months in. Hey, let's get him on the show.
1: Yeah, just enough time has passed. Time to reopen that wound. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, that I, bet, fun. I bet I bet it would be a good fair hearing for you. It would be an opportunity for you to
0: clear the air a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, it's some <laughs> guy. Did you keep the can? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be that. back after the top of the hour. Uh, it's some guy, you know, some 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 guy yeah. whose job it is. Can you imagine the job of being the Booker for a show like that, just Auggie's, like sender- Auggie's producer. Yeah, sending it's out Auggie's like, cl- Auggie or, or the
1: John C. Riley character probably more like it. Like you used to work for Hughes Tools, and now you work for Auggie too. Uh, Auggie you two. know, calling uh, can dads.
0: Yes, augie Two Electric
1: booker. getting people book them. Oh my God, can you imagine the kind of folks you interact? I'm, I imagine at some point you uh, deal with. I want to say uh, it's like a t- is, is her name Tila Tequila. Like maybe
0: oh maybe tequila
1: somebody I think she had a juggalo run in but like you probably call juggalos or on whatever they use for a
0: phone. What what would it be like if we had to book a guest okay. every week on this show? That would be amazing. And we had a producer. Mm-hmm. First of all, imagine if this show had a producer. It that does wasn't, have a producer that wasn't believe it or not. <laughs> this episode of Roderick
1: on the Line is brought to you by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com supertrain. Friends, there are so many things that you can do with Squarespace. You can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into your new home on the web. Your home, yours, your home, right? You're not part of somebody else's gig. They're going to they're help you get your own thing. It's like your first apartment. It's, it's the best. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of content, put up galleries of photos. You can sell products and services of all kinds promote your physical or online business. You can even announce an upcoming event or a special project. Yes, we are hopefully moving into a period where there will be more upcoming events and many projects that are special. You know, uh, Squarespace will take you along for that ride. Squarespace. How do they do this? Well, it's a good question. They do this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online. The ability to customize the look and feel settings, products, anything. You do it all with just a few clicks, some drags, some drops. Bob's your uncle, it's Squarespace. Mm. Everything's optimized for mobile right out of the box. It looks great on every device or dingus. They're offering a new way to buy domains where you can choose from over 200 domain name extensions, which is so many domain name extensions. They have analytics that help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization, free and secure hosting with nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And if you ever find yourself in a corner, well, don't get in a corner, but if you get there, Nobody puts Squarespace in a corner because they got 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. You just let them know you need some help, you know? You know what? I'm about to use Squarespace. In about uh, probably about six or eight minutes, I'm going to use Squarespace. And and this is a little bit confusing. It's a little bit of a hot tub time machine situation here. I'm going to use it in a few minutes to post the episode that you're listening to right now because we've put our podcast for Roderick on the line. It's been on Squarespace since day one, back in all the way back in 2011. Yeah, we've been with them that long, over 10 years. You understand what I'm saying? I believe in these folks. They're good. They've been great to this show. They've been great to me uh, as, a, as a customer. And uh, they get my official okie-dokie. So right now you go to squarespace.com supertrain, get a free trial. And when you're ready to go live, launch that site. Put it up there for the world to see. You're going to use the offer code supertrain, one word. That's going to save you 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. I'm going to say it again. You know, a lot of these sponsors, they want you to say the name over and over. I'm doing this because I care, because I love because it's Squarespace. Go to supertrain. Offer code supertrain for 10% off. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. Believe it or not, I produce my own show. Uh, I hold a finger for a fake mustache. Yeah, I, I would be the out there. Show, I'd be
0: out there getting people on
1: the horn doing that Better be Call Saul thing where I act like yeah, I'm yeah. the receptionist.
0: You would instead Hello. of, so right now the show is produced by you, <laughs> but talking to Wilberforce there on the counter. Mm, You're like, Wilberforce, like what that. should I do? Don't should do I do that. another one of the, and Wilberforce is like, do <laughs> it. Snicked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Schnicked. Snocked. <laughs> <Schnaught. laughs> I talk to all my
0: dolls. But no, what if we, what if Domino? <laughs> <laughs> what if we? Uh, what if we had an actual? What if we like one what, of the many? Shit, people, we do a.
1: You're saying we do a pivot and we pivot yeah. to being one of those podcasts where they're obviously they run out of gas and so they yes.
0: just start having guests on. Having guests and mm-hmm. and 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 we get one of the many 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 young people who write us letters that say oh. I would love to uh, I would love to intern for you for free. Ooh. And uh, we say, okay, you're the producer of the show now. Just go cool. out and get us some guests. Okay. We don't want to just have, you know, we uh, because this is after we've already called all our friends. We've we've, we've exhausted all the Jasons, Finn. Yep, that's and right. And Chris's, all the Marcos are blue, and the and
1: the yep. Marcos are mints. Okay, are And, and the, now uh, now all the people who have been reaching out to us through our major domo to yep. to volunteer to work for free. We start we start we we circle back. We literally circle yeah. back. This is a, it's a new segment called Circle Back. And we get with people who we don't pay, Um, and so. But do we also do we vet them, or do we just say first come, first serve? How does it work? Because obviously, I'll be doing all of this, unless you do all of this. Now that you're a social media manager,
0: I have no idea. I have no idea how it works. I assume that we just yeah, we just you uh, you do you do assume you do. (laughs) That would
1: be (laughs) you know that would be amazing, John. I can't even tell you how many well, I can't even tell you how many running lists of ideas for podcasts I have, let alone the podcast on those lists. I have lists of all the people I would eventually like to have a show with. I don't act on any of this, but I capture it when it occurs to me. And I've even like done, you know, three, four, five, six episode recordings of shows with people you and I know. It didn't work out. But Uh, like, I have, I have lists of things like that. And the at least in terms of the mental block. I won't say I don't know if this is the actual work because I'm scared of that actual work, but sure. the big mental block for me is if you like reinventing the wheel each week on scheduling, technology, you know, it's it's uh. like it's at, like adding transfers or legs to a flight. Every single thing you add like adds half an order of magnitude probability that something will go wrong. Oh, I forgot to record. This didn't happen. You know, a bulldozer came up or whatever. That's the thing that keeps me from, and probably in a good or even wholesome way, is the thing that keeps me from doing more shows is I don't want to just add difficult work to, like, a, a, an unknown thing. Now, this show, we, we got the, we've won the Phony Award. We've been around for something Couple like times. 10 years.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So maybe it's, maybe it's time to really spread our wings. Are we running out of gas? Would it be good to start bringing in somebody each week? You could, you could have uh, corrections with John Cercusa. Like he yeah, comes in and tells us, tells us what, what we, well, let's be honest, mainly
0: what I did wrong or the things yeah. that you did wrong that I should have told you you did wrong. He could have a segment each week. John's problem is not is not just that I say things that are wrong, but that your job is to correct me when I say Ultimately, things. Ultimately, it's the bigger problem is me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were a better co-host, I would have be, I would be a better if man. If I were a better person. If you were a better person, I would be a better person. I ca- caused cause
1: the problems nervous. that become John's problems because yes. he 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 has to live with it now. He's the okay. one who heard me uh, you know uh, get, get, it's like uh, like like the girl in uh, halt and catch fire saying no actually Sputnik came down in 57 mm-hmm. r- r- running the accuser. I've, I've caught you running fair of the accuser've I've caught you in a fib and he's like, ha 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 check out my eyebrows right? so Christ. that's he comes in and goes, well, actually, you know the SC30 uh, did not have four floppy drives and no, of course. And, and, and a cumulus pass through i
0: could have told you
1: and then that. he's got li- he's got to live with that he has the boxes for every computer he's ever bought in his attic i do too so oh, I consider, really?
0: i consider that like a uh, like a character <gasps> oh strength. my goodness
1: oh. okay oh. In our new segment Venn diagram where we find <laughs> out what you have surprising thing you have in common with somebody who's either a friend or an intern or or you know that, mm-hmm. that could that could if we're running out of gas, that could add a lot of extra work for me. We should look at that.
0: I have an IBM. I was just looking at it because I just pulled it out of a storage container. I have a, my my nineteen eighty one IBM PC uh, with sixty four k, two floppy disk drives. Whoa, and a and a, a cyan colored screen. Oh, hot! And and I got it all. You I got still the, got that? I got the, I got the screen. I, I got the the, the computer, I bet it fires up. I bet it fires up, and I bet I could run WordStar on it right now. Mm-hmm. Hack the BIOS. Uh-huh, I could hack the BIOS. I just discovered that show
1: approximately 48 hours ago, and I'm mm-hmm. on episode six. I, I heard wow. that it was good. I started watching it, and uh, it's something you might want to check out. Hack the it's BIOS, a, all right. It's, well, it's on Netflix, and it's basically, you know, it's not, it's not a, a true story, but it's about, uh, you know, the PC racket in uh, the early 80s and the cast is fantastic and it's got a lot of good uh, a lot of good nostalgia in it a lot a lot of good uh you know what ladies would wear to work in the 1980s clothes oh
0: i love that you know i like to nitpick that stuff
1: oh like- <laughs> now that's where i go full Syracuse. a movie a, a cla- even a classic movie like hot tub time machine i watch that and i go there's no way that people skiing in 1986 would be listening to whatever safety dance like that's that wouldn't happen
0: no, not, but a, the, not the worst
1: sin, as you know. The worst sin is the, like let's say they're listening to Doolittle in like 1986, and you'd be like, uh, 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 unless you Everyone, well, you know what it is that they, there is a there is a time machine, so maybe they time machined you know in 1989
0: Pixies album. But this is the thing: people that listen to Doolittle don't ski, especially in those clothes, those super not bright a clothes. Not a chance. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. They would have been in the super bright clothes. Oh, uh, in excess. Oh, su- uh, yeah. Okay. Or or uh, or maybe pyromania. No, no I pyromania. Think you're right. At that think, point, was three years old. W- I think it would be you're, I no. It's right. from that weird. It's In excess f- kick. It's bow, from the it's from kick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Soup and salad ball. Uh, that you know. Um. You know that that period had a lot of the weird kind of pseudo ballad like Richard Marx. I feel like yes. was kind of this is before the big Aerosmith comeback
0: mostly. Is oh, it? no, no, no. The big Aerosmith, Permanent Vacation is 86. It came out. They, they
1: was, had one more shot at a permanent vacation. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, and then it was Pump that really put them Pump, into the... Pump. That was 89. Pump okay. really put them into...
1: Oh, and that's uh, Crying When shots. I Left You, Dying When I Met You. Yeah, that's all the ballad stuff. Uh, permanent vacation Silverstone.
0: was the one where they came back and they had some real riffs still. They, it was like, oh, these guys can still rock. They got wow. Uh, okay, okay, then, okay. But, but, but yeah. would you see that to me, though? Like, that's also... We're,
1: we're coming out of... Eh, it was not a ter- terrific time for most musics, I feel like. I mean, yeah. really, I, and this is just totally like my own like sort of genetic criticism, but I think of 1985 as being crazy interesting. 85, like a year or so earlier, my last year of high school. I think of that being very interesting because it was, to my mind, some of the worst mainstream music and some of the best, like if you like underground music. Underground music. That's but, right, you know, the 86, 87, maybe I was just, I was still super into R.E.M., and the Smiths and bands like that, the college Explicable. rock. But what was happening above ground? You got, you got, what well, you got? Like one am, am I right? You got like a Richard Marsh, You got a Peter Cetera. I think of a lot of that ballady stuff.
0: Well, what yeah, you, but that's that's also uh, that's also like peak uh, Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins. Uh, uh, if if you look at the charts hmm. in nineteen eighty eight, it hmm. switches. Almost entirely over to smooth R and B. There was some kind of switcheroo that happened. We're not where, quite
1: new jack yet. We nope. still have boy band. There's boy band stuff happening.
0: But it's all it's all like the that that new sort of the Whitney Houston, but the but the new iteration of it, the but pre Celine Dion. Oh, where it's just like yeah. It's just like the
1: big big ballad. And this is when there was some. I believe this is when you were seeing some uh, Whitney backlash. Because they feel like she had strayed from her, definitely gospel, but also R and B roots, and she was going more straight pop, kind of. Yeah, but but also you're but, getting, aren't you? Aren't you also seeing like when stuff like my, she's my cherry pie? Aren't you getting like some like
0: uh, hair little, metal around then? Well, the 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 that's when metal went to shit. Yeah, but the, mm-hmm. but the not even Rat could survive that. It, did, it got worse. It got mm-hmm. worse. Between eighty six and eighty nine, power balance. No, there was a very strange. But in eighty six, you got Peter Gabriel. So yep, you have got uh, what? Phil Collins was on top of the pops. You got you got that. Um, We're still,
1: I mean, eighty. So eighty five was Dire Straits. Eighty five or eighty six was, right. was um, Brothers in Arms. Yep, that I was so. that was
0: huge. But then you've also got. I think it was the last year of the Boomer, in the sense that you've got you've got that your pe- and that hand maybe peaks leases. that re- peaks with the. Um,
1: What's it called? The Big Sleep, the Big Heat, the Jeff no, Goldberg? No, what's it that called? That was
0: before. That was before. Wasn't Jeff it?
1: Goldsworthy. The, what's his name?
0: Whom I think of? The Big Who's the one the with big, the flop. Uh, he the was one with uh, William Hurt's
1: dead. Yeah, he no, was not the, William
0: Hurt. Kevin Costner. Kevin, Kevin Costner was the corpse. Kevin Costner was dead. You got yeah. the guy from Jurassic Park. Yes. You got the guy from probably
1: a, maybe like a Mary Steenburgen. It was the
0: one, it was the guy from Vietnam with the scars on his face, and he had a Porsche. Michael Cimino. Oh, but it had the one. It had the girl. It had the. It had, it had the girl. The girl, the the girl oh, in the. Oh, oh, we're also dress. getting.
1: We're also getting the like uh, movies. The like the, like something with like Griffin Dunn or you know, you start getting a little bit. The Brat Pack is growing up. Those kind of movies are coming along, and you got St. Elmo's Fire was a couple years earlier, I guess. What's the movie? No, i no, I'm no, it's driving me right, crazy. That? What's that fucking it's movie it? called? Uh,
0: the, one, the one with, with the, the, the girl soundtrack
1: but, with the Motown soundtrack. Was,
0: the, the younger girl was married to the veterinarian, and, and he, and then, then along came the guy from, uh, huh? from Reservoir Dogs, Harvey Keitel, and it ended up being, um, um, it ended up um, being Kim Bassinger. Oh, Kim Bassinger, half
1: Boomers, Boomer movie, that's what it was Boomer movie, but boomer that was before. Movie, movie was
0: from eighty three, I
1: thought. That was pre- yeah, 13. but that's why I say the peak. That's why I say the peak. You're so, okay, Anyway, your point being. 86, in, 87, 88. That rat king of
0: bad 86, 80s years. In 86, if you were in the Eagles, you, could, make, still get a, you could still get a single on the top of the pop 1987. But in it's going to make 1988 look like 1986. <laughs> I, so I've been doing this lately. Uh, The same exercise, (laughs)
1: having a neurological incident while people (laughs) scream at everything you're saying.
0: (laughs) I'm just hoping that one person follows the thread of that little that that was fun. Oh yeah, that's only
1: for a couple people, and I actually do not remember the John jokes have left the room. Yeah, what is the name of the fucking movie the Boomers with about the Boomers? With the soundtrack that was really popular. and <laughs> It's yeah. not The Big Sleep.
0: with no, The It's The Big, the big cheese. cheese. The Big Cheese? The Cheese. Say it a fourth the, time. It's The Biggest Cheese. The Biggest Cheese. Or as I say to my daughter, The Biggestest Cheese. <sighs> God damn it. But I've been doing this because I, I, I woke up the other day and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I hmm. should do? Because Fine. I look back, you know, how, you know how 1996 didn't, 1997 didn't exist. 19, yeah.
1: I mean, you can find a calendar that says 1997, but I mean, that's a little bit of a Mandela effect.
0: It, yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. But I've been looking back and thinking, as you do, as mm-hmm. one does, mm-hmm. I've been thinking, well, I know that this, I know that that happened then. But there, but I had this long fallow period in the 2010s and you know, it's hard to remember exactly when this happened versus when that happened. And Sometimes I'm going to can only remember that by what came before or after. Don't you feel like? yeah? Well, but but, you know, that's another thing that I get that I get bad at because yep. it's like, oh, that happened way before that. And then it turns out, no, they were that, the, those two things happened two weeks apart. The big chill. Uh, the big chill. I was look,
1: close look at Meg Tilly. Kids. Look at Meg Tilly.
0: Well, so that's who I was talking about. Mick Tilly was in the one with the polka dot dress where she was married uh, to a veterinarian. Huh. Um, <laughs> you are in a polka dot dress. veterinarian <laughs> when I that's met so you. What I decided was I was going to go back to 2000, the year 2000, mm-hmm. 20, 21 years ago. If you were born in the year 2000, you're 21 years old now, You're, and that means you're finally able to listen to Roderick on the line. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: at... Uh, and you I said, in
1: most states, uh, you know, and uh, and, uh, and and tribal areas, like you are now officially, you're you're officially in.
0: You're officially in. You uh, you can you could actually marry Roderick on the line at 21 years old in most places. I did not know that. That's amazing. But what I thought was, here's what here was the exercise. I said I'm going to go back to the year 2000. Going to set my hot tub time machine, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try and name five good things that happened in each year from the year 2000 to the present? This is a terrific exercise. What are five good things that happened in the year 2004, uh-huh. for instance? And some years, uh-huh. it was pretty easy. Is that
1: where that photo came from?
0: Yeah. Because
1: we are trying to date it this morning. And I oh. still had the Archers of Love shirt, which means we had not done our big purge. And I got my old dumb glasses from myglasses.com, not a sponsor.
0: Mm-hmm. But, uh, <gasps> oh, John! I'm sorry, I, I'm getting uh, over your skis. No, no, no. It's okay. If if you look at if you look in the picture, I don't have a beard. Uh-huh. Y- you can often tell from your glasses what year it is. Absolutely. So, so what happened was, what had happened? What had happened was we were eating top food. First, you were in a helicopter. Then you were on a then you were on a, a hovercraft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and there 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 were some other pictures from that series that I didn't send you that I will that are. That I'll send are, you some of mine. I got some from the same evening.
1: Oh, make Tilly. It's back. I'll, look at Meg Tilly. make Tilly. Oh, Meg Tilly.
0: Look at that. She could crack nuts with those legs. So, so some years it was easy, but mm-hmm. some years it was hard. And you I had, remember
1: or because you didn't have anything good happen.
0: Well, that the thing is, I didn't think anything good happened. I was mm-hmm. like, eh, 2010, what happened? I think I was depressed. Then I was very depressed that year. I was mm-hmm. very depressed from the years 2008 to 2017. And so it just all kind of, it all fits to, you know, smears together or whatever. I, and, I, and I have this sense of myself that I, I wasn't really doing much for a lot of that time. Mm-hmm. And so I went to, I started using other resources. I started going to my photos, mm-hmm. I started cross referencing photos. <laughs> I'm with telling you,
1: photos, t- photos in Gmail are the only way I can really remember even
0: what year something happened. Right. Gmail. Although, weirdly, my Gmail only goes back to a certain point and then stops. And I know that I had Gmail before that, and I'm not sure. I mean, it took
1: me me getting to the point where I realized, like, oh, sometimes I'll do this uh, reverse engineering thing where I try to figure out, okay, when is it time for me to replace X thing? And I'll go in and I'll look at, oh, I ordered that thing Y number of times since this year, and I can get it up like an approximation. And, like, of course, why would I choose to remember that? But it's funny how things like receipts tell a story, like, if you can't remember when one of the times you flew to this city, there's probably a receipt somewhere. Like, yep. even if you didn't have, like, geolocated photos.
0: That's why I keep all of my old um, uh, computers in boxes because you or can like tell. Or like you find
1: out when your dad, like, flew to Nevada to talk to the mechanic.
0: Mm-hmm. So what What I started doing was looking back at pictures, looking back at my calendar, searching in emails. Mm-hmm. put together this list of five good things that happened every year since the year 2000 now if you were if you were only 21 right now it would be kind of hard to go back and say like five the good things that happened when i was in sixth grade but no i think you could i think you could find i think anybody could find five good things that happened in every year now there are some years where i haven't yet gotten all five good things I think, what have I got here? I've only got four good things that happened in 2003, and that's the year that Pretend to Fall was released. I know. You got, it's you got just, a cool website? Oh, that's a, oh, thank you. There you go. <laughs> that's one of the five good things. <laughs> you became friends with me. <laughs> well, no, so I said one of the five good things for 2002 was that I met Merlin Mann. Yeah. I put that right in the list for 2002.
1: 2003, but you're right. I think it was 2002.
0: 2002. So it was member. before.
1: It was before. Pretend. Of course, it was had to be before it came out.
0: Well, yeah, because I was on tour with, with Ken Stringfeld. Ken yeah, Stringfeld. Yeah, yeah. You heard "Pretend to Fall" 30-second snippet at a time. i would listen before, to the first ten seconds before I go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Before it was even released, months before it was released, you heard that record. I'm yeah. going to put had first website. For, well, is that really a good thing?
1: No, no, no. And just to be clear here also, I'm not trying to, you know how it is with me. I'm I'm starting to realize that for me, a lot of games are not fun to play so much as they're fun to figure out what the rules are. Like playing this game is interesting, but the rules are especially fun. Are you looking for memorable or looking for good? Like maybe it's something you forgot about that's good,
0: but it doesn't have to be something still memorable. That's the point. This became kind of part of the confusion, right? Because, Because I started off five good things. Yeah. And then I was putting down things and I got to two thousand seven and I was like, Oh, well, that was the year that blah blah blah. I bought my first house and this happened. And then it was like, Well, that was also the year my dad died, and it feels very oh, weird to man. make a list of things. He died that in two thousand
1: seven. Two thousand seven.
0: He died the year my kid was born. It's crazy, right?
1: Also happy birthday. Happy in a birthday, couple days, right? Uh dad's
0: birthday no, was no somebody else. No. You got somebody else having a birthday soon. Big birthday, right? A big birthday. Oh, oh yes. Very mm-hmm. soon, coming coming up. Just pass up, along my be, happy birthday. I will, thank you. Uh, it's going to be. A, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Star Wars,
1: <laughs> Dark Vader.
0: But it felt weird to not have my dad dying on a list of momentous things. So it, uh, so so, mm-hmm. it, all of a sudden, it switched from five good things to five momentous things. Okay. And then it became seven momentous things in a couple of cases, and then pretty soon there were some of these years that I thought, well, nothing happened that year. And as I, <laughs> as I dug into it, I was like, what, that happened that year? People, oh keep, people keep insisting. That's when okay. Computer came out. And I say, that's yeah. not literally not possible. It's not possible because it doesn't <laughs> it exist. Didn't exist. Yeah. So now I've got some of these years that I thought had nothing. And I was so amazed that all these things happened at the same time that I was like, well, I got to keep putting these things on the list. And because I thought if you had told me, if you had asked me what happened in 2012, I would have said, nothing. That's tough. Nothing. 2012. 2012.
1: My first thought would be like, like when I was a kid, it used to be easy because elections and Olympics when we were um, coming up, sh- were always in the same year. Then they, then they, you know, cocked that up by doing alternate. But I would say that that would be an Obama election year.
0: 2012, right?
1: But a year after we started this show and I started back to work. And then, of course, I mean, to be that normie guy, um, I always – obviously, then I would go, like, well, what, who was my what, – what grade was my kid in? How old were they? Who was their teacher? Like, I'll, and then sometimes that will bring it back to me because, like, some stuff like my pickup schedule at the time will help jar things loose. And I'd be like, oh, that's when this person owned the cafe. And I'll be able to, like, sort of triangulate associations. Mm-hmm. But you're also getting at something, which is, like, <clears throat> one, these are boxes that you have not opened. You may know what's, what it says in marker on the outside. But once you crack the box, like, of memory, you start, you might be surprised that, A, you remember other things that happened that year, or perhaps more saliently, you remember things that didn't happen that year, but was something momentous that you dropped. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes yes. all it takes is jarring, not jarring, like, slitting open a few of these boxes before you go, oh, yes, I do have lots of memories. This, again, when we cleaned out the garage a couple weeks ago, I went through a lot of this. Um, but 2012, yeah, I think that's a uniquely tough one. It's not 1997 level, but it's not easy.
0: Well, it's not easy, but it also, at least in my, at least in my experience going through this, I would have thought 2012 was a dead zone, um, like a, like a reef that had been bleached because it feels between, you know, it feels like Roderick on the line was early days. The long winters kind of weren't doing anything. I was sort of I don't know putter, puttering around the country, doing these little things. Oh yeah, you were still probably sort of trying your hand
1: at your Charles Nelson Reilly future. Yeah, I was known. You're doing a lot of cameos, <coughs> not
0: not not the service, but the the noun. You were like sh- popping up at things. I was popping up at things, and it and it it felt uh, I don't know. It felt to me like kind of a desert, but in fact. I was doing stuff this whole time, like crazy stuff, stuff that if you write it down in a five word sentence, you go, really that happened? And then, then 10 days later that happened. Mm -hmm. And so it's given me, it's, well, it's a fun activity because now I'm going through some of these things. I've got 15 things that happened that year and I'm still adding stuff Right. because looking at pictures, it kind of, it often doesn't add up. It's like, that's impossible. You're, you're saying that I was there. I got on a plane that afternoon and I woke up the next morning there because I remember those two events, Mm -hmm. but I remember them as though they happened two years apart. Totally. Like when we were doing like you
1: look nice today stuff, I mean, as you know, there were times when we would pop into Portland or Seattle or both. I don't think we did it that many times, but it's just enough times to be confusing. It's like me going Mm -hmm. to South by Southwest. I think I've been there twice. I know I've been to Seattle, what, I don't know, three or four times? I don't know. But, like, sometimes you go, oh, that's right. To Like, out of convenience, we flew from there to there. So these two things that feel like they could have been three years apart were actually, like, a week apart. And, like, your brain doesn't process right. it like that.
0: You came to Seattle and
1: stayed, <clears throat> stayed with my mom. I broke her shower, I think. Oh, is it that lovely. I at least couldn't what, figure what out her this? shower. I also remember I had a video iPod. Here's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. I had a video iPod with the appropriate jacks, and in the very nice guest room she gave me, I was able to use the RCA jacks on her small CRT TV to watch episodes uh, of of the TV show, uh, either Psych or Monk, that I Mm -hmm. bought off the iTunes store. And I could watch it on that TV from my video iPod. And wow. now for somebody out there like a John Syracuse, that definitely puts that for all kinds of reasons puts that in a place. Okay, yeah. CRT TV. So you sure. know what I mean, and RCA right. jacks, and this particular sure. TV show, and that model of you know that's yeah. I think that's a lot. As you get older, that may just be how memory works now. Scuzzy Firewire. Scuzzy Firewire. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I, I keep interrupting. So some years are some years are bigger than others.
0: No, I think that is exactly, I mean, I found some pictures of when You Look Nice Today was on tour, and Scott Simpson and I were sitting in a studio in Seattle, like a, like a terrestrial radio studio. Yeah, Luke you Burbank. You guys are doing it. Luke Burbank was doing an interview with you, and I had really long hair and, and was missing tooth a thing? tooth. Oh, yeah. That, and that, that's it's a like, terrific series. I mean, if you can find, you, if, you can just gauge how I'm doing by whether I have a tooth or not and how long my hair is. Do you associate that with a depression
1: year if you had no tooth? well, You tell me. What do you associate no tooth with?
0: Well, I don't it's know. it's also I mean, going to be
1: reluctance to go to a doctor, kind of. Mm-hmm, I and mean, reluctance mm-hmm. to go to a doctor is a characteristic of a certain pre-time in your life, yes? Yes, but also— Before so you finally met a shrink that
0: you could live with? Oh, I still can't, couldn't live with that guy, but... Well, no, what about the, what, the lady who helped you? Oh, the lady, but she's an she's a, a internal medicine doctor. She's See? not a shrink See, doctor. exactly. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, and I didn't even trust, I don't trust them even still, but I need all new doctors now. Have you ever been in that situation? You've lived in the same place for a long time. Yep. I moved to a new place. There was a, there was a pandemic. I don't know if you heard about it. Hmm. And then... I don't really follow the trades. All of a sudden, I'm out of all doctors. All doctors are gone now. I, I don't know what re- happened to all the doctors. It seems hard to get a doctor. It does. used to be everybody had a doctor. I should have three doctors. I should have a psychological doctor. I should, I should have, have a, a doctor me- just a- to wrangle the other doctors. That's Yes, I thank you. I, I would like the- a project doctor or a doctor project. I would like somebody who's taking care of this for me and my mom. The first person to email me that's a doctor is my MD. New doctor. Let's, I'm sorry, John. I, there's a
1: lot of people out there calling themselves doctor. I just want to be super clear. Oh, oh, oh! Right, right, right. right. Do you want, no, do you want a medical doctor now? What if it's a, if it's a DDS or, or yep, a periodontist?
0: The first dentist to email me is my new dentist. The first doctor, the first internist to email me is my new doctor. Okay, first welcome first to open enrollment for
1: John Roderick. First psychiatrist it's, it's, is my new psychiatrist. Okay, intransitive open enrollment. This is the time of year when <laughs>
0: when doctors can join John. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. And I would like you to have offices in Burien, Washington, if, if possible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's, so- it's your body. You should be able to, you know, identify things like, you know, geolocation or like, is there ample parking? Do you validate? Is it near validate- like is it near like a, like a, a, a sandwich place that you like or something?
0: But I do need a top doctor, and I don't mean like a top doctor like the kind that you see advertising in, in the back magazines. of New York magazine. Yeah. No, I mean a top doctor like a doctor that organizes the other doctors. You're absolutely a general right. Pra- we
1: used to call it a general practitioner. I don't even know it has to be that. What we need— Okay, here's the thing. See, also, lady psychiatrist, you need somebody who's capable at understanding John Roderick and is yes. able to wrangle all of the organic and inorganic parts of this process, yes, including scheduling. Yes.
0: The, the, just the people, just my own fans are capable of diagnosing me with 85% accuracy, mm-hmm. which is better than most doctors mm-hmm. um, because a doctor sees me uh, once, what, once a year? Twice a, a year? And a lot of them have more than one patient. That's a, a lot, lot to have, keep straight for your true. typical doctor. Okay, that's another thing. I want all of my doctors to have only me as a patient. No, okay. that's unreasonable. I no, can't. it's not. No, it's I not. You want, a, you want somebody like a Tom Hagen. You yeah, want a medical right.
1: consiliary
0: where oh, you I say to wartime. Mr. I want a wartime consul.
1: Okay, fair. But I mean, like you, like you say to Mr. Waltz, I you know, only work for this one client. Hey, the, Corleone, I enjoy the pictures.
0: Corleone family doesn't have that kind of muscle anymore.
1: That's right. That's right. And pretty soon she's going to be you know, getting in trouble with heroin. Mm. Mm-hmm. And just what? to show you that I'm not a hard-hearted man, she's the best piece of ass I ever had. What's his? What's what his want. name? Cardamom. What was his name?
0: Cardamom. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it was. I knew it was Cardamom all along. <laughs> I'm smart, John. Not like people say. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that Betty Davis?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a bumpy boat ride.
0: Now I'm Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. That's
1: uh, what I meant. <laughs> for White Wine and a cigarette, Pig. Okay. So anyway. Anyway, the point is John needs a doctor. A Thanks doctor, well. but a doctor
0: project, somebody who comes along. That's, that's one of the points, but the but what what was what what's curious and I've thought about this recently quite a bit uh is that during all that depression that I had during all those years between 19 1984 and 2015, Mm -hmm. I did a lot of things and I'm trying to square it because you can look at pictures of me and say, oh, now that is a case of a guy who's in, uh, in, um, who's going in and out of catatonia. (laughs) And yet... Getting, um, his, getting his passport stamped. <laughs> Welcome both, to Catatonia. Both ways, right? Going in, going out.
1: But, and,
0: oh, do you have anything to declare? <laughs> Just my insanity. And yet, looking at the calendar, it's like, well, somehow I roused myself out of a state of like utter stupor, where I know for yeah. a fact. You, you, you I, somehow beat inertia. Yeah, like three days. Three days I laid on the couch and stared up at the ceiling. And I didn't talk to a soul. Mm -hmm. But then somehow somebody I knew came to town and I got up off the couch and I met them. And there are photographs documenting that we spent two days living in hotels and shooting guns and throwing bathtubs off the roof. And it looks like the most amazing and then somehow I was on an airplane, and then I was in a hovercraft, and, uh. and I remember the time as being this desperate time, and I don't remember how it's possible that I also did all these things. And I was, it's not like I wasn't depressed, it's not like I was suddenly cured, you know? Uh, it's kind of this whole question of like, well, if you're an introvert, how do you have so many friends, or whatever? <laughs> Um, if you're, uh, if you're super depressed, how are you doing all these things? And,
1: well, I mean, isn't there a corollary to that, which is like, you know, one thing people say, like, you know, when you're depressed or you're, whatever that depression is, whether it's like a, a major or a minor or suspended fourth, like whatever kind you're having, you spend a lot of time in bed and you're tired. Right. Um, and so um, you say to somebody, well, how could you be tired? You're in bed all the time. And you go, well, yeah, Exactly.
0: Exactly. Thank you. How you're all you're, you you t- you're, oh, you're, you're no. thinking
1: bad. You think bed means the same thing to you as me, and like that. That's where the that's where a good place to start with why your logic may not be lining up. What is the color orange,
0: Merlin? Describe I
1: mean,
0: it. Did you ever really look at your hand? Yeah. So I uh, uh, this 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 like looking back. I mean, I feel I feel kind of dangerously for the last couple of days at risk of doing uh until the end of the world on it where i just put on the headset and watch my dreams Mm -hmm. like i've been going back and looking through my photos not in that way that we always do where you're just like scroll 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 i know there's a picture of me in a funny hat scroll 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 but actually like stopping and looking at those random interstitial photographs that make it into your the ones you usually skip over yeah, the ones that you, I mean, not just the ones you skip over, but whole sets that you skip over, because yeah. you're like, yeah, 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 that was the.
1: That happens to me also sometimes when I find some cache of photos that, Mom, that Madeline took, and it'll be like different photos of the same event, and you get a kind of fun family Rashomon thing going on, and we're like, oh, that's right, they were there. And you have more pictures of that person. And I don't have pictures. And you know what I mean? And you end up getting this weird view into, you know what I'm saying? Like like there's pictures I just look at over and over. There's the pictures that I've hearted in the past that pop up in my like featured photos of the day, which I love on the iPhone. Love that every day, such a gift. But you're right. Sometimes it can be real, real weird. That's a box you didn't even know you had. If you'll, you know, accept the analogy. And then you go, oh, there's a whole bunch of stuff in here I forgot
0: about. I guess that yeah. happened. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff and a whole bunch of Things like like if I were to say how many times have I come to San Francisco and either stayed with you and your lovely wife mm-hmm. or we or the two of us or the three of us went to a third location and had dinner, drinks, watched a show, yeah. uh, rode our skateboards down the embarcadero. Mm-hmm. all those things had a subway. Off the uh, dome, I want to say 10, but I bet it's more like six. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's I don't, I don't know if it isn't close to, to be 10. a pretty
1: casual for a few years there, especially before a kid was born. It was a pretty casual arrangement. For short notice. You always had sort of an open, you know, you're always, you know, welcome if you're, cause a lot of times it would be like, this is the ones I get screwed up about. There were times you stayed for like a little while yeah. Um, that one time at the end of a tour, but like, there were also just times where like you were passing through, maybe even, dr- I want to say driving through if that's possible. But like, Happened. there were times where you were just kind of around, maybe not even staying overnight on the, uh, inflatable bed that was like a taco.
0: I think when you say like, I bet it was 10, maybe six. I think what, what happens is we, we smash them together. 100%. Yeah. I don't and know it, when I was in Portland. I don't know what I was there for. I think you've been there more than you think. I, I mean, went there to hang out with, there. the
1: latest time was I went there to hang out with my comic book friends to do project stuff. That was mm-hmm. God now, probably four or five years ago. Um, what, there was, when the,
0: was the time that you were in the room, the hotel with the two small doors, where you met James Urbaniak? That was, that was Portland, not Seattle. That's when oh, that, I had that weird ass room with no TV. No
1: TV. Oh, shit. That's, and you had a, such a nicer room.
0: You know, that's when we met Hookers and Popcorn. The point is, <laughs> I don't. I don't know the answer.
1: I was there for a. I think I want to say is 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 Portland, Bridgetown. Yeah, Portland is Bridgetown. It was so the Bridgetown, Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Yeah. Who's is that? Where I met our friend who says every Morrissey song is
0: just him singing the third. Is that Bridgetown? I'm not sure. I don't. Maybe that was a conversation that you were having with Robin Goldwasser, and I wasn't there.
1: God, you know, we joke about like Elon Musk and is the world a simulation? But honestly, until somebody helps me fit these pieces together, it might as well be a simulation. You could easily fool, convince, cajole, you could easily persuade me that anything happened at any time, because I, I can't disprove it. God, my I, brain's I, a fucking pudding. Anyway, well, I, so, compress. you're right, you do smash them together, I think I think mentally, and then sometimes like right here, I, see, I have pictures at that same Thai restaurant where I'm wearing the Archers of Lowe shirt. I have one that I thought was the same night. It is from 2004, but you're wearing something different. Uh-huh. So there it is. It, well, there it is. So the number
0: of, the number of times I came to visit you just went from six to ten, hmm. and I think it goes from ten. I think it goes from ten to fifteen. It's like volume, half an order of magnitude. It's another. That's right. every time. Well, yeah. and, you know, and there are some. There. Well, I don't want to well, go into that. But you know, I I hmm. think of it. I think of there was a period where I went on tour with Amy Mann, and I think of it as a tour I did with Amy Mann. Now, when I look at my pictures, I realize. I didn't just do a couple of tours with Amy Mann. There was a period of 2 or 3 years where I did every tour that Amy Mann did. Hmm. Like I was on tour with Amy Mann all the time, weirdly. And I keep seeing but these just pictures for like where I'm short like, stints, like for a yeah, few yeah, yeah. gigs, that kind of thing. You know, a fly out to Philadelphia, okay. do six shows, come home, and then three months later, fly out to Chicago and do five shows and fly home. And so it all feels like one tour Mm -hmm. because it kind of was, you know, it was one, it was one of her records or something like that. But I don't remember it being a thing where what, what my calendar reveals is that I was super busy. And a lot of the times I was flying to Chicago, not from my catatonia bed, (laughs) but from like I was, I was flying from some dinner you and I were having at a Thai food restaurant in San Francisco to Chicago the next day to start this tour. There wasn't any space in between. So confusing. And it makes me feel like my life had more shape that I've done ultimately this, this project is making me feel good because I'm realizing there were five good things that happened in every year. Often there were 10 good things. And so the way that you're, the way that my memory kind of shapes my own history and, and that, and that tendency in my head to, to try to shape my history to fit a narrative that I'm a loser or to fit a narrative oh. that I'm a, that those years were wasted years or to fit, you know, like I'm trying to retcon my own life at, according to this sub subconscious directive that I need to find the version of my life. That is the least, uh, that, 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 that tells the story of me as a, someone who has failed to thrive.
1: And, and, and if anybody out there thinks that they're not like this, some, I imagine there could be some people who are not, but I think this is like some pretty basic psychology the way. Here's, I'm going to put it in my own non-scientific words, which is that one of the things that we unconsciously value most is integrity and the idea that we are one person who's always been more or less the same and always doing their best and all those kinds of things. And like, I think, and that's part of the impulse that leads us to enjoy storytelling or, like, like, I heard this great—I might have mentioned this to you, but I heard this really great interview with somebody talking about how to get recurring thoughts out of your head. And one of the, this guy's advice or observation was that one reason things are unresolved, one reason we keep thinking about something that happened in 1988, is that the story's not done yet. We still feel like that's an incomplete story. And so all those impulses, to me, you know, are part of what leads us. In order to have a something seem like a story in our head, we may— have gotten some things I don't want to say wrong we may have gotten some things not totally correct or out of sequence or we we give ourselves a different kind of motivation or result of why that happened the way you know what i mean and, and but yeah. then when you go back and you look at the actual evidence and you go i was wearing a blue shirt that night that's impossible i didn't get those glasses until 2 years later like something's not adding up and that that is that is i think I don't know if I'm using this term correctly. I think that must be a, a form of cognitive dissonance is when the facts we're presented in the world are at odds with the story that we've been telling ourselves for years in what we feel like is mostly the same way with the same integrity.
0: I had this I had this conversation with Hodgman a couple of days ago that was very that was very helpful because I was seeing how I'm 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 super um Unsettled right now because I'm waiting for the third act. (laughs) I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the, the, not just the other shoe, but like things have happened. Then other things happened. Then further things happened. And now I am, I'm waiting for, uh, there I'm waiting for the lights to go out and the sound of a gun. Right, I'm I'm waiting for, and then the lights come back up on the stage. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Mr. Mustard is dead by the by the fireplace.
1: Interesting. It, is, it, is it a Broadway show, or is it a is it a musical, or is it a straight drama? Is it three acts or two acts? Right. All you know is that there's a gunshot and a blackout, <laughs> and there's hopefully more show to come. <laughs> right. And then the lights come up. And, and the, Any, it, anything, as long as there's more acts. <laughs> can I have an Act
0: 6? <laughs> Jane Weedlin is dead on the porch. Meg Tilly is in a polka dot dress. Oh, man. And I'm- Get out of my dreams and into my car. So I'm like, I'm in this state where I'm, I'm, I'm a little, it's not agitated. Uh-huh. I'm just like, a, there's a, a tightness in my chest. Huh. And Hodgman said, listen, you're a storyteller, I'm a storyteller, we're always telling stories and we want everything to be a story, but listen, it's not a story. There is no third act. Things happen. Oh,
1: right. You did. You did Actually, happen. you did mention this. Yes. Okay. Did I, did I tell this to you? Did, uh, I think so. we talk so. about it on the show? I think we might have repeated this entire episode in 2004. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I don't like the way this is going. Okay, no. so... I have guess to what? look at my I,
0: photos to see if I even talked about this. John, today. I just yoinked your metadata, if you'll forgive me. Oh. Um,
1: I So How this is a really feel? cool feature. If you're on the Mac, you can click on a photo in Messages and say, add this to Photos, my Photos app. Okay. And I guess based on the metadata, uh, it's telling me this picture you sent me of me and you is older than I thought. It's February 8th, 2004. You're kidding me. 2004? So... 2004 was a big year for me and you i think of 2003 as being a big year but we did a lot of things in 2004 i guess so this is 10 p.m 10 12 p.m pacific time february 8th 2004 and we're at that thai restaurant around the corner
0: yeah what did we do what did we do in 2004 well, let though? me now see now here's what i gotta do i, I, got, I gotta get context what else was happening so, I recorded Ultimatum, the EP in 2004, with Tucker Martin. Mm-hmm. I spent basically four months playing uh, a piano over Commander Thinks Aloud, just playing it over and over. Three chords I think over and I'd, over and I'd, over. I a melodica at one point. Uh-huh. Um, and then Michael Shore was in The Long Winters. The <sighs> right.
1: And we went to that. Was it Jack Pine? What was that cool club you played at where you were like in a basement? That beautiful club? In San Francisco, or in Portland, or in Probably Seattle, Portland or Seattle, Doug Fur, Mike Schur, it might have been, but Michael
0: Show was was not in the band for that that long, right? No, but it was a it was a very intense burst that the spring of two thousand four. Okay. We went on tour with the Pernice Brothers. Then we went to Europe for a month, and then we came back and went on tour with the Decemberists for the first time. Wow, that was all the way back in two thousand four. Two thousand four. But then after oh that, God. I was so depressed. I got so depressed because Is being that we on- stayed
1: here for a little while and had a cold sore. Yes. Okay, June twenty seventh, two thousand four. I see you at Great American.
0: Being on tour with the Decemberists definitely put me into a funk, but then not being able to finish the Ultimatum album put me in a funk. And by the end of that year, I had a beard that was down to my chest. I I Hmm. just checked out completely. I went I went completely off the rails. Just just
1: also here's you, July fifth, two thousand and four, at my house.
0: But there were your Elvis glasses. There were other things that we were doing, right? Like you, you were yeah. just saying 2004 was a big year for us. So, like, oh, what yeah. else? I, I saw so, it a couple good. days
1: after that. It looks like uh, it one July 7th is when I saw Rush.
0: Which, which tour?
1: Oh, 2000- the one with the washing machines. It was, it, it was out in the East Bay. It was okay. amazing. It was out in the East Bay at an
0: um, outdoor show. That was when they weren't using uh, amplifiers, they were just playing into washing machines.
1: Mm, they had three hurdy-gurdy. Oh, now here, this is a good one. August twenty third, two thousand four. That's no wait, that can't be right. No, 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 no. These got the wrong date on them.
0: God damn it! Don't fuck That's with my metadata. That's the thing. Why, the metadata isn't always right, and I don't understand how it gets corrupted. Well, because this is these are this is obviously when you very first came
1: here in two thousand two. It's the chick magnet hat, which I think by that point you stopped wearing, right?
0: Well, no, because I, I sometimes would bring the chick maggot hat out of retirement. Nope,
1: nope, nope, nope. No. Oh, there's Michael Shore.
0: Okay, here's Michael Shore, and here's you petting—oh, do you remember Linus the
1: dog? The white sure. dog? Okay, here's you petting Linus, and this is Michael Shore on August 25th, 2004, in what looks like San Francisco.
0: Right. Now, what was that the time that I sat out on the front— Porch of your house, smoking cigarettes, and talking to Robin Goldwasser on the phone about stopping smoking cigarettes. I don't know. I don't Maybe. have a photo of that. That could have happened. That could have been any time in the, in a six year period on either side of that. I guess I it's one of Ted my Leo. It's, it's, it's one of my big memories. Was Ted Leo there? I didn't even know Ted. Leo Oh back. no no no!
1: It's not. It's unrelated. Um, here's the bartender at Cafe du Nord. So that could be around the same time. Yeah, Me, we, you know, we played there seven times. Oh, this is great. See, I think something's fucking with my metadata here. But anyway, I'm sorry, I'm getting you off your, off your point. Well, no, I don't. So you're do. you're 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 um you know uh, uh uh as Ted Leo says, you know fit them with where they belong. You're putting the pieces together. God, I love that album. Um, you're putting pieces together here. I'm very interested in the thing that you're discovering, which should not be surprising, but I think is still very interesting and something that tells is that there are some years where there's not as much stuff. There's other years where you have more stuff. But there's some years where you're like, I should stop. Like, I've got enough for this year. But I bet you're not done. Because it makes I, the other years look really paltry if you've got, like, a 2001 that doesn't have enough stuff, if you did not never forget, you know?
0: Well, here's, the, here's what's confusing, right? 2003, uh, Pretend to Fall came out. I was on the road the entire year. And in one way it's one of the fullest years of my life. Mm-hmm. But if I try to find five good things that happened in that year, I struggle. Yeah. I mean, what I have right now is I met John Flansburgh, and they might be giants at the start of that year. Then the record came out. Um, then it was that uh, we went on our first European tour and I met my girlfriend, Nicole Greer, uh, sort of toward the end of that year, I can't think of a fifth good thing, even though I was traveling all over and playing shows every night and meeting mm. wonderful people and doing wonderful things. But like, what's one more good thing that happened or even momentous thing? It's all just a 2003. Mm. It's just kind of a smear. It's like a, it's like an impressionist painting of, of being in motion. Mm. But it doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. kind it Doesn't
1: doesn't have a um, something my friend calls a flash, flash
0: bulb memory. Yeah, right. Exactly, a tent pole memory. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, 2012. You know, that was the year we did Game Changers. What? Yeah. And did you say 2012? Yeah, we got done with Game Changers, and I almost immediately started recording that Christmas record with Colton. Now oh I would have told God. you that those two things happened 2 years apart. But well, it, I, I would have two said 2014
1: like or 15.
0: Yeah, 2012. Oh. That long ago. <sighs> that was the that was the same year that flop played a house show for 85 people. A flop reunion oh at some God. house show in North Seattle. And I forgot it even happened, and I'm flipping through my pictures, and I'm like, what are these dark, weird pictures of a band in a living room? You know, the cameras didn't used to be as good. No, they were terrible. And then I was like, wait a minute, that looks like flop. Oh, right, shit, they got together Mm -hmm. again. And that's the same year. I would have said that that happened in 1999. Okay. but Nope, it was 2012. Um. I can try and help, you know, maybe we're probably good for
1: today, but like I can help if it would be useful. I know you're going to have a little more time. You get another week to to put this all together, but, you know, I might could help you uh, fill in some of the details if I can. And maybe some of our interns. Oh, yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, do we agree that mental health is still health? Don't we agree? Right. I think mental health is health. Mental health is still health. So this is also somewhat under the aegis of your uh, Dr. Project doctor.
0: Doctor Dr. Project, uh, Dr. Project M.D., (laughs) I think that what's happening is in the absence of having an actual mental health professional involved in my treatment, mm-hmm. I came up with this five good things project <gasps> because I'm trying to find, I'm trying to, I'm trying to carve some new ruts. I'm trying to, mm-hmm. I'm trying to build a new. You don't new... want your
1: Conestoga wagon to always have the same rut.
0: Classic John That's Watterick. right. Because you know what? That's just going to take you to Oregon and there are enough people in Oregon. You've died of dysentery. What I—that's right. I, I tried to get across the river, and my my and my wagon was swept away. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> oh no, my wagon! <laughs> okay. All right. What I—you know—what I you know, what what trying, want. What I'm trying to do is like—we should start recording. I'm trying to remake it. You know, I'm trying to go back and say, look, because my project, I guess, from this point forward is, I can't keep living. As I have been looking back at my life as, as a as a failed project, as a as a oh you know I wish I could talk you out of this.
1: I know I can't, but I wish I could. Well, I'm trying. I mean, I wish I could talk you out of the need for that. Oh, the need. I know I can't. I know I can't. Do you mean the need for the Five Good Things Project or the need for? Well, I mean, all projects are good. It keeps the demon dogs at bay. But you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna say anything. I'll well, save no, for the show. No, well, no, like you're like, what, what 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 could, see, I know this is probably a dangerous thing to even put out there, but what could persuade you that your life has been valuable? Like short of a visit from Clarence, the future angel, like what would, what would, you know, if you had to, um, you know, uh, what the hell is that movie called? It's a wonderful life. Like what, what would it take? Or maybe Christmas Carol, <laughs> I don't know if it's angels or ghosts. I don't know what your background is, but like, what would it take for you to feel like you've led a good life?
0: Well, I always have thought that it is some kind of ghost appearing on a bridge in the fog, uh, who like taps my jacket with his billy club and says, uh, "What's with the heater? <laughs> what's all this then?" <laughs> and because <laughs> he's a bobby, <laughs> and um, and I, so I've been waiting. I've been waiting for You've not been waiting, waiting for your not, angel, not just passively waiting, but like actively trying to. Accomplish that thing by running for office, or by this, or by that, or by this, or by that, or to find that like lightning bolt moment where it's like, ah, here's what I'm here for. I found my duck. This is the reason. I'm like, it all <laughs> well, makes sense. That. Yes, finding your duck. And, and what I'm what I'm working on right now is trying to get there by inches, and say it's not. There isn't ever going to. It's not. It's not a. There's no third act. It's not a story. It's just a thing happens, and then another thing happens, and then another thing happens, and so there isn't. there The the lights aren't going to go off. There's a gunshot, and then when the lights come back up, I have a big gold star on my jacket, and everyone applauds.
1: <laughs> That's a terrible play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's what it's, happened it's, it's,
1: What happened when the lights were out who put the star on him was
0: that clarence it's, it's more wes anderson fucking film oh yeah <laughs> nope, it's, <laughs> it's all it's, lots of children dressed as animals it's something else it's the little thing where i look back and go ah it's always been a failure and then i go actually no this happened and then this happened and then this happened mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's going to be successful i don't i i feel like I feel like several years ago I said, okay, I'm going to do the thing. Everybody tells me that I'm afraid of love. And so I'm going to do the opposite thing. I'm going to go toward love. Huh. I'm going to go toward love in every, in every time there's a choice huh. between two things. You're going to choose gonna, love. I'm going to choose love.
1: Wow, that's and, super interesting.
0: Well, it was. But the problem was I chose love and it, and it led me into a place that I didn't want to be. And I was like, wait a minute, this is why I don't choose love. Because love is insane Mm. and love isn't, because it's not measurable, but also because it's not reasonable, choosing love every time, if you're not a hippie, is a fucking dangerous route. You do make yourself very,
1: very vulnerable.
0: Yeah. What you want to do is actually choose reason and logic sometimes. (laughs) And you know, like you can't, you can't just do one. You have to have both. You know,
1: this is the misconception about Mister Spock, though he has feelings, for sure. This is probably true of John Syracuse, too, but Spock has feelings. It's just that he has to work extra hard to control them because it's the nature of one half of his lineage is is you know extremely logical, and the other one is very human,
0: and that's difficult to do. I will, Jim. I will fight no more forever. Mm. Mm. Uh, my kid wants to know why Christie Alley doesn't have. Vulcan eyebrows. I know. You told me. I don't know the answer to
1: that. And it's it's especially interesting because I'm not going to look it up, but I feel like that was probably, even, even most Kirstie Alley fans, if you exclude things like whatever yogurt commercials, like that was her first big thing. Yeah. And so. Not my, retired just, right
0: after it. She what? She could have retired right after it. She, yeah, you know, it would she, be,
1: we, I would have been fine with learning less about her. But <laughs> the um, but uh, when you got the a young person, you can not only not pay him much, but you can usually do stuff like put weird eyebrows and ears on him. Right,
0: and I don't know why they didn't. Except would have been hot. Uh, well, but it was pretty good as it was. I know, I know, I know. She'd, ooh, Kobayashi right. and her, Maru. She could be Asha Hermaru. She she could have walked off of that set and into my dreams. Mm. <laughs> Out of my heart. <laughs> And it's the my dreams.
1: My girl wants to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time. There it is. All right, that'll do, pig.